The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello everyone and welcome to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. We are on Isaiah 61, sponsored by Spirit of the Lord Church. We are at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. And I believe God is blessing and God is actually using this medium to impact you and also to impart into you His knowledge, His wisdom, and the power of His might. Uh, we have been on a journey and God has been taking us on that journey. And we are, we've been riding in obedience and, and following his lead. And, um, so as we wind down and wrap up the series on the evidence of the Holy Spirit in a believer's life, um, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, I, I want to really thank you all for continuing to listen, listen and cause God to speak to you through, um, this medium and through his word. The the truth of it is that the Word of God trumps any ideology. The Word of God trumps any um, explanation of human being that is not aligned with Scripture. It may make sense, but if it's not uh, biblically uh, structured and the foundation is not uh, truly um, in the spirit of what God's Word says, it really doesn't matter. It's it's not profitable. It's not profitable. And so we the foundation of our teachings is the Word of God. The foundation of our teaching is the Word of God. And so I uh, want to wrap up this series on the, the Holy Spirit, the evidence of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life. But today I want to talk about um, a subject that may seemingly be touchy. And there are some people or some... Uh, circles of believers who do not believe that the Holy Spirit is for this age, and um, it's not to it's not to create or stir up any um, dissension or or argument. But we're going to base our uh, foundational teaching on the Word of God, and uh, if it convicts you, great. If you know you. If it's if it feels like an attack, um, that's not what this is intended to do. It is intended to share with the world the message of the gospel and and God's word as He has prescribed. and And our conviction is deeply rooted in the fact that um, God's desire is to even make better the things from the past to to improve or continue to improve things from the past, continue to manifest himself in ways that he's not in the past. Yes, he's done that in the past, but if he's done that in the past, he would want to do it and do it and, and be better or even show us multiple aspects of his glory or his personality and how he moves. God showed his ways 
to Moses. So Moses understood God from a perspective that the Israelites did not understand. The Israelites just saw the actions and the acts and what God did in terms of the miracles, in terms of the provision, in in terms of you know just the action, but they didn't understand behind the scenes. God bring us to the behind the scene moments that we can better understand how he moves why he does what he does and 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 be aligned with what he is doing in this season and what he's done in the past so we can be living epistles that he can do it again he can do it again so now the promise of the holy spirit is in effect today is in full effect today it's in full effect today and my perspective does not trump what god um has said in his word my belief and doctrinal inclination does not have uh, a way to sway god to you know my viewpoint or what what i can deduce from you know um, putting scriptures together um, Jesus before he left he breathed on his disciples and he said receive ye the Holy Ghost receive ye the Holy Ghost and we are offsprings of Christ right so we take after his kind now when you have offsprings um, they they have your DNA and we can say that god's dna all right um god's imprint god's mark on us is the spirit of god right that's why he has deposited in us his spirit as a down payment or as a deposit right for um guarantee the guarantee of our salvation. Um, the scriptures talk about that. I want to let's go to Acts chapter two, Acts chapter two, um, verse thirty-eight. Acts chapter two, verse thirty-eight. Um, this was Peter's response after he spoke, and you know, right after the Holy Spirit fell. And there was just, you know, a slew of people just hungry and desiring to understand what was going on. It may it seemed chaotic, but God was working through all that and and manifesting Himself. And so it led to uh, people being curious and be, people being convicted and and asking, "Hey, what do I need to do to have this experience? What do I need to do?" to have this experience. Now, Peter answered to them, verse 38, Acts 2, 38, repent, that's a change in your viewpoint and purpose to accept the will of God in your inner selves instead of rejecting it. So there has to be an alignment. So repent, repentance is actually also a surrender to God's will that would take you back to where you're supposed to be. God created us and uh, we were supposed to, you know, dominate without the 
the influence of sin. But with sin being introduced, what that did was that it 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 had sort of an influence and gain on our lives and uh, so we had to be reintroduced to God's kingdom. And so repentance is really, you know, saying that, God, um, my viewpoint is, is baseless. Uh, I'm subjecting myself to your purpose and your will for my life. And I will accept and embrace it. I will not reject it. So it says, repent and be baptized every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of and release from your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's stop here. Now, so the premise for receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit is what? Repenting. It's repentant. So, which means that anyone who comes to Christ, anyone who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, died, rose up from the grave, and ascended into the third heavens, and is now seated uh, in the, at the right-hand side of the Father, interceding for us day and night, is a candidate for receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. But before that, we receive the forgiveness of sin. So every guilt, every shame, every pain, there's a release. There's a release. There's a release from the guilt. There's a release from our uh, innate ability to sin and inclination for sin. Our hearts, uh, God starts working on our hearts, which Jeremiah spoke about is deceitful and desperately wicked. Right, And then once we receive that uh, forgiveness of sin and God starts working on our hearts, we become candidates to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So which means that anybody who accepts the name of Jesus Christ is a candidate or has and will receive the Holy Spirit. So uh, there is no prerequisite um, other than this that has been set forth here. And Peter, through revelation and through understanding and through walking with Christ, made this proclamation, right? And verse 39, it says that the promise of the Holy Spirit is to and for you and your children and to and for all that are far away even to and for as many as the Lord our God invites and bids to come to himself. Right? See, the gift, as Peter said, is or was at the time in the context of this scripture was for those that were hearing the word their children, and their children's children. So it it was just a promise that transcends generations. It's a promise that does not have any limit. And we know from our previous um, teachings that eventually in Acts 10 and Acts 11, God exposed this message of the salvation to the Gentiles, 
through this man a centurion um who God willed and orchestrated for him to have an encounter and experience with Peter right Cornelius and and so when we talk about the Holy Spirit he is available to everyone who receives Christ it's multi-generational it's multi-dimensional um, it doesn't it wasn't it wasn't a promise that was just um, uh, for a period of time at least this evidence of scripture shows us that the Holy Spirit is available to anyone who believes in Christ anyone who believes in Christ anyone who believes in Christ and that promise is multi-generational so there is no end right there is no end because God has no end so any promises that God has will come to pass it 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 does not expire there's no expiration date to the promises of God and so there is no expiration to the promise of the Holy Spirit to those who believe I hope it's it's helping and and truly 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 I humbly submit to you that when you repent when you take on that journey with Christ and he forgives you and he 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 is on that path to help transform you he wants to put that transformational process you know on on he wants to hype it up he wants to hype it up and by so doing he he invites and breathes into us the holy spirit who lives comes to live in us to help us walk the way we should walk walk the way we should walk um grow in the way that we should grow in fact um the holy spirit is an he's an important ingredient in our quest to be like Christ and that's why he's the he's the helper he's the comforter he's the one that comes to teach us into um all the deep truths and and he would tell us what to say how to say it when to say it and so when we're following the holy spirit we cannot go wrong we cannot make mistakes so the promise of the holy spirit is for us our children and our children's children just as it was for the children the the the, the people who received Christ um through Peter's ministry and other ministries um on the onset of the church and after the outpour of the holy spirit it was for them their children and their children's children so multi-generational multi-dimensional promise what an amazing promise what an amazing god we serve and so as we go on break we'll be right back with you this is pastor solomon on isaiah 61 sponsored by spirit of the lord church at 1001 pen avenue and we will be right back with you
Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Here's a glimpse into how God is using AM980 The Mission for His purposes. About two years ago, I came to faith when my dog passed away. God, He called me. He used that moment, you know, to steer me towards Him. And I listened. I accepted. And um, I took the time. I read the Bible. I actually used 980 The Mission and all the wonderful programs that they offer to help explain it to me as well. Share your story at 651-289-4434. All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church, 1001 Penn Avenue North, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. We're excited to um, continue and end this um, segment on the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit. He's available to every believer. He's available to every believer because the promise is for the believers, our children, and our children's children, and and that goes on and on and on. So there is no end to the the dimension that God, you know, God bestows upon us. There's when God says, "Hey, I am, you know, causing there to be life." There is no end to it, and we see that in. The creation, the words he spoke, right, are still governing the earth today. And so there's no expiration date on God's promises for our lives. There is no expiration date. Now, there are, there are some things that we may not be able to accomplish um, because we live and we walk in God's permissive will. Not A lot of us don't walk in God's perfect will. And so as a result, there are some times that we will not fulfill everything that we're, we were born to do. However, generations that come after us would pick up the mantle. Or people that we impart in will pick up the mantle and continue to, to, to com- bring to completion every promise of God um, for, for our life. So I, I'm not totally worried. I had some conversations recently and um you know sometimes we question you know things that happen and how they happen and and the spirit of god is able to you know tr- really stretch our muscles and stretch our faith to where we will see from his perspective sometimes we question well is is the holy spirit um is the holy spirit in in, in the affairs of men in this day. And I would say yes. The Spirit of God is much alive and active. Why? Because He He still speaks and He still causes us to be empowered in a world that um that that is that it's getting complex and challenging. And um in, in a lot of ways we have to have wisdom to navigate but also the the fortitude 
and the conviction to speak truth regardless. And that was evident in the early church. The early church had um, evidence of, you know, boldness and courage to speak truth to power and not mincing words. And that's one of the one of the functions of the Holy Spirit. Doesn't he doesn't allow us to bow or succumb? Um, sometimes he would he would forbid us to do certain things or say certain things or go certain places, but he also gives us the boldness and the courage to confront certain um, issues that are at the forefront um, of 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 our of our lives today. I also want to go to Isaiah fifty seven, Isaiah fifty seven, Isaiah fifty seven, and um, we'll read verse nineteen. We read verse 19. As I create the praise of his lips, peace, peace to him who is far away, both Jew and Gentile, and to him who is near, says the Lord, I will heal him, making his lips blossom anew with thankful praise. But the wicked are like the tossing sea, for it cannot be quiet, and its waters toss up mire and mud. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Now, why are we reading this um, scripture? It says that, um, you know, there, there is, as I create the lips, the praise of his lips, peace, peace to him who is far away, both Jew and Gentile, and to him who is near. Amazing. God doesn't show partiality. He doesn't show um, favoritism. He's no respecter of person. Anyone who comes to him, he hears. Anyone who opens up to him, he's able to minister and transform their lives. And that is the work of the Holy Spirit to transform and to hear us, to convict us, to bring us to a place where we Believe everything that God has said. Now, it, you may you may have some contention with with um, certain aspects of Scripture, but when you allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in you and to live in you, live out His purpose through you, you will get to a place where you realize that you are. You know, he's taking you through some teachable moments, and sometimes it's not only through. Um, um, the this medium or 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 through you know speaking people pastors preaching and, and messages sometimes it's through your dreams sometimes it's through your daily encounters daily interactions and all of a sudden God by His Spirit will cause us to encounter people that will help transform us on our journey and help start to challenge our worldview and the with the purpose of adjusting that to his worldview so repenting is the key is the key ingredient for receiving the holy spirit so i want to share a word of prayer for those that uh, have a burden on their hearts you know that god is calling you but you have been running away you've been you, you, you've been just putting things on the back burner god says this now you can receive the gift of the holy spirit to help you grow to walk with him but you first need to shy away walk away from your ways 
and yield to my spirit. I want to pray that God would um, take take control of your life. And um, even as I pray, pray with me the prayer of repentance. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you this day with all humility, asking that you will come into my heart. Jesus, I believe you died, you rose again, and you ascended to the Father, and now you reign in glory. Now, come into my heart, I repent of my sins, and I open up to you. Have your way. Holy Spirit, I give you permission to work through me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, the angels are rejoicing with you. Let the Spirit of God lead you.